You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi there. You're listening to episode 62 of the Blended Family Podcast. I hope you all had a chance to listen to the last two episodes on meditation, and maybe you tried the special meditation that was created just for us. That was a treat. Last week, I was interviewed on the 50 Shades of Divorce podcast, so if you want to check that out, you can find her on whatever podcast platform you use. Search for 50 Shades of Divorce, and I am on episode number 14. And I will also be interviewing her on this podcast next week, so you'll need to stay tuned for that. Start following the Blended Family Podcast on Periscope. We're going to start Periscoping live videos to you very soon, and I don't want you to miss it. It's free. Just go to Periscope, subscribe to me there, and when we finally do it, you will be the first to know. And last, if you have an idea for a topic you want me to cover, just let me know, melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. So today's show, I want to talk about dispelling the myths of a blended family. We have a lot of judgment thrown at us from others when it comes to our blended families, and sometimes we even have our own misconceptions. So I want to break that down a little today. It's awfully frustrating getting judged from other people. And you know, I'm one of those people that it bothers me what other people think, where Sean really doesn't care. I'll tell you a quick story first about something that happened to us last year. When Sean's ex took our family photos, we all posted them online, on Facebook. And she put on Facebook the picture and she wrote, our blended family or something like that. Would you believe someone posted something along the lines of, oh, I hope I'm never that lucky to have that, or something incredibly rude. I can't remember the exact wording, but we didn't know her. And so Amy deleted the comment, and then the next day, she posted it again, and we ended up blocking her, but it was just so mean and so uncalled for. But there are people out there who just love to pass judgment. You will get it from complete strangers, And other times you'll get it from family and friends. And it's even more hurtful when it comes from someone you love. Usually it's the people who have never walked in your shoes. Maybe they've never been married or divorced for that matter. They don't understand that life just happens sometimes. And we find ourselves in a new place that we didn't expect. What's sad is they also don't understand how happy we are. That our life in many cases far surpasses our life before. They don't understand the amount of love and joy that can come from having a blended family. So you really have to feel sorry for those people. Ultimately, all that matters is how you and your partner feel and the love and commitment you have to one another and your children. When you do encounter a person who you know passes judgment on you, how should you react? 
Well, I guess it depends on who it is and whether they confront you about something. When it comes to family and friends, they will maybe say something about how they're feeling. And if so, you can certainly speak up. You don't need to get defensive or heated though. Usually those people do have your best interests in mind. They aren't trying to be hurtful. Understand the place that they're coming from and kindly tell them how happy you are or answer any questions or misunderstandings that they might have. If it's a stranger, well, to be honest, you don't owe them anything. It's none of their business to even tell you how they feel about your situation. You've got to feel sorry for those people too. How sad they must be to have to go around judging others. Kill those people with kindness. It doesn't make sense to waste your energy trying to explain yourself or justify your situation. This is your life. Don't worry about what other people think. And I know easier said than done. I sometimes struggle with that too still, but Sean is helping me with that. So let's get into some common myths or misconceptions that others have about us divorced people and our choice to have a blended family. Number one, isn't it sad that you have a blended family, which includes, isn't it sad that you have to split your time? Isn't it sad that you have to share your partner or your kids? Isn't it sad that you had to get divorced, et cetera, et cetera? Ugh. Well, yes, of course it's sad that we got divorced. It's not something we anticipated when we got married, but here we are. And it may have been sad going through it, but as you know, when we make it to the other side, there's happiness again. And we probably learned a lot too along the way. And there is no part of having an expanded family that is sad to me. More love, more connection, more joy. Of course, more drama too, but this is life. So no, it is not sad. It is beautiful. Number two, blended families are not as good as real families. Well, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? But some people do think this, and I hardly need to explain this one, but really, those people just don't know. And I know plenty of traditional families that are not nearly as close as some blended ones. It doesn't matter what type of family you have. It's the love that you have that makes a family. Whether you have a blended family, adopted family, an extended family, all of that doesn't matter. Number three, there's only one kind of family. Well, this is almost the same as the last one. As I mentioned, there are really so many kinds of families, so it's silly for people to assume there's only one right way to do it. Number four, children adjust more quickly if one bio parent isn't around. So basically people think if one parent is either passed away or absent from the child's life, well, then that would be easier for the child. Absolutely false. There's room in a child's heart to love more than their two parents. And there's no reason why that child should have to choose or feel uncomfortable about loving two moms or two dads. I know with my own children, they love that they have two dads. They actually have a completely different relationship with each of them, as do I with Sean's kids. They're very close to both Amy and I. The more love a child has, the better. And now let's move on to our own misconceptions. These are things we tell ourselves 
things we think about how our blended family should be or shouldn't be. And we can really hold ourselves back from becoming the family we really want by having improper thoughts. So here we go. Number one, children are damaged from divorce. This is a big one. It's the one we all think about when we get divorced, right? How is this going to affect the children? Or should we stay together for the children? As we all know, yes, divorce can be hard on the kids, but that doesn't mean they are permanently damaged. I won't lie, some children get a little messed up, and those are usually the cases where the parents involve them in their adult issues, or they keep placing them in the middle. But ultimately, the kids turn out fine. If you're worried about it, get some family therapy, or just keep an open line of communication with them always. If they know they can come to you with questions, it'll help. And really what kids truly want are happy parents. When mom and dad are happy, the kids will thrive. Number two lie we tell ourselves. Everyone in the family will instantly love one another. No, they will not. Or maybe the first few months, but we all know when you move in together is when we really see how things go. And it's likely that it is not going to be perfect. You will not all love one another right away. And you actually might have years of dispute and chaos. It's worse too when you have this misconception because you're likely to be let down. And this really has nothing to do with being a blended family. Traditional families struggle with loving each other sometimes. So why do we think a blended family would be any different? The bonds and love grow with time. And sometimes it's even more special because this family, this blended family is a choice. Just give yourself lots of time and don't be discouraged if everyone doesn't get along. It's completely normal as long as everyone knows to respect one another in the home. Number three, and this one is for the kids. All step parents are mean. Every movie we see, especially Disney movies, they always depict the stepmother as being wicked or evil. So why wouldn't children think that this is going to be the case for them too? That's all they've known. And the common fear of kids with parents getting divorced is just this. What if mom or dad meet someone and they're mean? And even when the step-parent isn't necessarily being mean, but just trying to establish boundaries or set forth some discipline, the child is always going to think it seems meaner than if their own parent administered the same thing. Totally normal. The best we can all do as step-parents is to show our stepchildren unconditional love. But boundaries and discipline are also necessary because they show the child that you love and care for them. Number four, stepchildren will bond with the stepparent instantly and vice versa. That's what we all hope, of course, but again, these things take time. And it has to be a two-way street for it to work. And sometimes one person is holding back for whatever reason. So be patient. Don't stress or try to force it. Allow it to happen naturally, even if it takes a while. You should totally try to do things together that might help bring you closer, but if it's forced, it's not going to work. If your child is holding back, it could be because they feel guilty for loving their step-parent, or maybe they're nervous of getting too close for fear they will lose them. So talk to your kids about how they feel if that's happening. Number five, 
you have to function like a typical biological family. Nope, you don't. And you can't because that's not what you are. No one makes the rules for your family but you. Create new rules and new traditions with your blended family. And what's really neat, and this happened to us, is that when two families come together and mix traditions and values and personalities, it creates such an amazing family experience. So don't worry about other people or what the rules are. This is your family. And as the parents, you decide how you want your family to be. And number six, kids come first. Now, this is kind of tricky because, yes, kids actually do come first. I mean, that's the first thing that Sean and I said to each other when we met. We had an understanding about that. And that's good. That's what makes you good parents. But like I always say, the kids will grow up and move on to have their own lives. And I know I say this a lot to you, but it's true. We can't forget to nurture our own relationship with our partner. That's what you need to remember when the kids are being difficult or fighting. We love our kids and parenting them is the most important job, but it's equally important to put our relationship at the top of the priority list too. Don't feel guilty about that. That's why date nights are important. Communication is important. We can't be a good parent when we are not happy and fulfilled in our own life. So that is what I have for you today. And what it really boils down to is don't worry about what people think and don't worry about your own fears. This podcast is here to help you figure out how to make this all work. It's not always easy and sometimes it's really hard, but the hard times make us appreciate the good times. All that matters is your family and you will have those moments that are so special. Like maybe the kids fight a lot, but then one day they will be sitting playing happily together and you'll feel that love and gratitude. You'll get those special moments, even if they are few and far between, where you stop and realize how far your family has come. Some of you are new to this, but I can tell you from my own experience, it does get not only easier, but better. I remember how difficult it was back then, but now when I look and see how tight we all are, well, it's amazing. So never mind what we're supposed to think or what other people think. Just focus on each other and you will have a lifetime of happiness. Can you think of anything that I left out? Let me know by either writing me an email to melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com or you can post in the private Facebook group at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. And don't forget to check out my interview with Susan Sexton of the 50 Shades of Divorce podcast and check out her interview here on next week's show. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.